his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 5.04, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. We are in Washington, D.C. Hold their feet to the buyer. It is the 15th annual... Uh, iteration of this, and it is, uh, it's is—it's an important event. People from all over this country get together. The, the topics that are addressed relative to immigration, border security are vital, and we are talking more and more and more about the human toll these days. Somebody who saw that up close and personal, uh, a career Border Patrol guy, retired as chief of the Border Patrol, Rodney Scott is joining us. Chief, I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for the invite, and I thank you for participating in this event. Well, I, it is always my pleasure, but it's also, i tell you, it, it causes some degree of concern, not just the issues on the border, which I want us to talk about, but the issues of morale for the troops. Because if, if I'm a member of the United States Border Patrol, and I signed up, and I went through all this training and all this process, and I learned Spanish, and I, I'm willing to live in some places that, frankly, are, are not on the vacation itinerary most times, right? And now all of a sudden I got a president who's undercutting me every every turn of the way. Why am I going to stick around? And accuse your partners of whipping people from oh, horseback yes. and then said you're not supposed to deter entries. And the morale is really uh, at an all-time low within the Border Patrol currently. But I think when they see events like this, it helps them. Uh, I talk to guys quite often, and I remind them, hey, look at the significant incident reports. Look at the significant arrests you've made, how you kept America safe, and all the criminals that have been arrested, the narcotics taken off the streets. The day-in and day-out duties are pretty uh, demoralizing right now, but the mission is still to protect America, and I just try to remind of that. But I also remind people that if you run into any, or you're even on social media, give them a shout-out. Tell them they're still appreciated because they really are getting beat up by this administration, villainized, and they're not appreciated. Now, you talk about this administration. If memory serves, you spent some time as the chief of the Border Patrol during this administration, did you not? I did. So the chief of the Border Patrol is not a political appointee. It's a career position that you promote into. I actually expected to be in that position quite a bit longer. Uh, I was actually the first chief in the history of the Border Patrol to be forced out uh, for political reasons. Um, I spent a lot of time in California. I went in a little naive, to be honest. I thought, hey, you know, people say whatever during uh, elections, but once we show them the facts, the evidence, things that you just can't really argue with, they'll, they'll come around. They did not show up to work, and they live in utopia. They didn't want to hear it. Uh, I, we had teams of border security experts. Uh, they sent them all back to the field, brought in political appointees, and basically told us they didn't want any, our opinion. They already knew what they were going to do on the border. 
and we were just there to take orders. So that didn't go well for any of us. Wow. Now, I don't know, Chief. I, I heard the uh, the vice president the other day, the vice president, Kamala Harris, said the border is secure. Is she incorrect on that assessment? She's completely incorrect. Um, I'll, I'll fall short of calling her a liar because she's never been to the border, so maybe she just doesn't know. But when Secretary Mayorkas went before Congress, he does know, and he lied under oath to the American people on the floor uh, of the House and the Senate. Tom Holman uh, was here a couple of moments ago, and and Tom, as you know, relatively straight-talking, plain-speaking kind of a guy. Patriot, true patriot. Yes, sir. Mayorkas needs to be impeached if Republicans take back the House. Would you concur? I think anybody, anybody that's a government official that blatantly lies to Congress, to the American people, should be impeached, regardless of political party. So you serve eight months for the Biden administration, and obviously you say thanks I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I, I got to leave. Uh, we talked about morale a little bit. We're losing such institutional knowledge. I mean, centuries of institutional knowledge inside the Border Patrol. 20,000, I think, is the authorized strength. Are we anywhere near that at this point? No, they're losing agents faster than they can replace them. So the, when I became chief, the authorized was 21,370. But Congress actually defunded Border Patrol. Actually, just before I was chief, it was 21,370. Congress defunded Border Patrol down to 19,555 uh, a while back. But the, the throughput of the academy will not sustain the current retirements. We hired in waves, and there's a lot of people eligible to retire, but they're also eligible to stay. Right. They're not mandatory, but they're, they're self-electing uh, to retire just because the day-in and day-out duties, they feel like they're smugglers. They feel like they're being forced to be complicit in the smuggling of human beings in violation of U.S. law. And they just can't, they can't deal with it. And uh, they're pulling the plug. Wow. I mean, you, you think about this. It, it, it's an ongoing criminal conspiracy to bring people into the nation illegally. And the last part of that puzzle, thanks to the Biden administration, are in fact members of the Border Patrol, right? It, that's what it feels like to yeah. many people. They're doing their job. They're making the arrests, or if you want to call it the arrest, a lot of times the, the people are voluntarily surrendering. But I think it's really important your listeners understand. I think we talked about this when I was on once before. Yeah. But the cartel owns every single piece of the entire southwest border. Nothing crosses without their control. So they're using anybody that's willing to surrender to a Border Patrol agent to, to claim asylum or whatever else. But really, it's the asylum loopholes. They know they're going to get released, so there's really no risk. They're using those massive waves of people to shape the border by the hour to create huge gaps in border security so that they can run the narcotics, the criminal aliens that won't surrender, even the terrorists, uh, potentially, because there's been 78 people that we have encountered on the, on the National Terrorist Watch List. Right. But there's also over a mil about a million gotaways. So who was in those gotaways? Those are the people that paid extra, waited until Border Patrol resources were overwhelmed, and then poured across the border. Rodney, I, oh, I'm go sorry. ahead. I think it's important to know when I say that yeah. gotaways, those are documented. Those All aren't right. a swag. That's not the old, we think this many got away. There are way more. There are probably two or three more million because there's a lot of border unpatrolled. But those, that million, 800,000 to a million, that's documented by the Border Patrol. There's evidence to support the individuals got away. It's, it, it's insane, and, and I, you, you, you can't imagine how or why anyone would want to do this. Rodney Scott is joining us, uh, retired chief of the United States Border Patrol, career Border Patrol agent. So uh, we've got the vice president saying the border is secure, but as you say, she hasn't been there, so perhaps she's just not aware. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas has been there, and as you pointed out, Secretary uh, or, uh, Director Holman pointed out, went before Congress and said, hey, everything is A-OK. -okay. 
can we get control of that border back? And I don't even mean politically, even if we get the House, the Senate, and then the White House. I mean, operationally, can we get back to a point where we have a secure border? Yes, and it's really not that difficult. The Border Patrol and U.S. Customs and Border Protection and DHS as a whole, even before DHS, we are working on securing that border. It has been systematically getting better over my 30-year career. Under the Trump administration, they came to the border security experts and asked us, what should we do? And it was not just the border wall that got so much attention. A lot of it was policies. Right. When the vice president and Secretary Pompeo went to Mexico City and said, hey, we need your guys' help. And if you don't participate in this Western Hemisphere security plan to make all of us safer, we're going to start putting tariffs on your goods. Mexico stepped up for the first time ever, started enforcing their own laws. Yes. And that was it. Nothing yeah. new. Yeah. Just enforce the laws on the books. And we were driving border crossings, illegal migration border crossings, way down. That freed up agents to patrol areas where they knew there were higher threats. That also allowed agents to do deep dive interviews of individuals that we did arrest, map out the cartel members, and then systematically start literally dismantling cartel cells. All that is gone now. Those interviews aren't even taking place because Border Patrol is completely overwhelmed. But we have a plan now. We tested it. We proved with the migrant protection protocols, with the asylum agreements with the different countries, and continue to build out the border wall. Right. Because that infrastructure and the technology nobody talks about that Biden shut off that should have gone along with that makes every agent so much more effective that we were dramatically improving where we had complete operational control of the border. Wow. Rodney Scott is joining us, uh, retired chief of the United States Border Patrol. You talk about the cartels, and, and there's been a change in the manner in which the cartels operate, as I've heard from you and or Secretary Holman and uh, Tony Pham and a variety of other people saying, listen, Jeff, you can sell pills one time, but you can sell that human being multiple times. And the cartels are nothing if, if not smart, I suppose, financially. They're, they're brutal, they're despicable human beings, but they figured out the dollars and cents. And so they are now looking at human beings as the product, correct? In, yeah, in part for two reasons, though. So I think there's always traditionally been the, the alien smugglers that used to be more compartmentalized, but now the cartels are into all of that business because right. they realize how much money they can make off of it. Um, and then you have a subcategory of that, which is actual full-on human trafficking. Every human trafficking case ever discovered by the Border Patrol or ICE came out of a deep dive interview. You sat down with somebody, you looked in their eyes, you saw something, and then you, you got, none of that's taking place. So we have no idea what's going on there. But it is a recyclable commodity. If they make it through, they sell them to basically some kind of an employer, they are indebted, they, they owe all that back. And if they don't make it through, then you're recycling them, using them as a tool to shape the border. Okay. to get the next group through or to get the fentanyl, the narcotics, or the criminal aliens that there's no way they're going to surrender. So you, you talked earlier about the Secretary Pompeo and uh, folks going to Mexico City and saying, hey, you actually have laws in this country and they need to be enforced and we need your help. And they signed on. Uh, now, uh, the, 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 the mindset, and my Spanish is, is not good, but Plato el Plomo, right? I mean, it's, it's letter silver. Uh, that... That is the rule, is it not, in Mexico, particularly on the border with law enforcement and other agencies? Yeah, that's pretty much the, the term with the cartel. And, and I do understand that because it's real. Yeah. So a lot of other Americans don't understand that that level of violence is feet south of the Border Patrol agents that are working every day. Yeah. You have the Rio Grande River to, to protect you in some areas, but some areas that threat is north of you, the way the river bends and, and curves. 50 cal rounds coming, that, that is real. But So you have to incentivize it. 
So what the last administration did was said, okay, that's your incentive is the money. All right, we're going to take away your aid. Mm -hmm. We're going to redirect the aid, and we're going to actually imp implement a cost to you, like to us, if you don't at least play with us. That's if right. you don't come to the table as a good partner. Do you fully trust them? No, but everybody operates better in the transparency of the daytime. Yeah. So when you shine a light on the activities and, and we kind of monitored it constantly, they were a much better partner. Today, we let them do whatever they want. There's no incentive for them. There's, there's life and death incentive to go along with the cartel. Yep. There's absolutely no pressure from this administration to make them be nice and play well with us in the sandbox. Chief, let, let me ask you, and, and it's, it's an unfair question, but I think you can handle it. I mean, you're... You devoted your life to this. Uh, you, you, you were willing to lay down your, your life if necessary. You worked with men and women who went out there every single solitary day and did this. It just just, just as, a, as a person, I, I mean, you got, you, you got to feel like somebody's just been kicking you in the shins for, for the last 18 months. I definitely have my days. Yeah. But when I got in, it was mostly narcotics. And, and what you traditionally think of as economic migrant illegal aliens, that, that's what we saw. But 9-11 changed it for me. Um, I was one of a very few agents that got pulled out of the field and assigned to set up a new office of anti-terrorism within Customs and Border Protection. So I had to go to CIA, NSA, and look at the intelligence that they had on the threats to this country, things that I should have probably known before but was never exposed to. And I spent about five years of my life working on making both the ports of entry and the borders more secure for these real, true life-and-death threats right. uh, to this country. And they exist. They're embedded in these big groups coming across. They don't have tattoos on their forehead. They're not telling anybody who they are. Right. Um, and I remind myself that still matters, which makes me more angry about what they're doing today. Um, but it's a big reason that I'm here talking to you today. I yeah. could have went corporate America. I could have taken the... the kind of crappy job they offered me and go sit in a closet and still got a government paycheck. But I think it's important for the American people to know that this administration is selling you out. They're lying to you and they're letting real threats into this country that are going to take us decades to fix. Chief, I'm just going to tell you, because you talk to more Border Patrol agents than I do, please let them know that there are people out here that really do support them and really do care about them. And uh, I, I don't know if, if words alone will mean all that much, but that's all that I have to offer. And, and I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. i got three kids. I love this country. Uh, I, I had hoped to deliver to my kids a country that was a little bit better than the, the country my dad delivered yeah. to me and that his dad delivered to him. Uh, I am appalled by what this administration and, and the folks in the House and Senate are doing. And uh, as an ex-cop man, I just, uh, my heart just bleeds and, and I, I, I'm disgusted by what your troops have got to go through day in and day out. So just please let them know. There, there are people out here that swear to you, support them and pray for them every single night. I will let them know. And I do know that uh, people forget headquarters is in Washington, D.C. Some of them live in Virginia. So I'm sure some are listening now, some of the management and leadership. But we can get it back, but people need to pay attention. They need to get out. They need to vote, and yep. they need to actually pay attention to where people stand on border security when they vote. Absolutely. Well, Chief, I appreciate you being here. That's Chief Rodney Scott, uh, retired chief of the United States Border Patrol. We are in Washington, D.C. today. Hold their feet to the fire. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRB. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.